Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his... I don't even have a joke, Dave! Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Marlborough. As always, we are sponsored by the We are sponsored by the Pelican House 2572 City Place. 2672 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They should probably have a Les Miles drinks special to celebrate his twelve years. Uh they have 136 We're chewing the grass, draft. baby! We have, we have 136 draft beers. They have a 54 TV. The Pelican House. They're awesome. You should go there. You should support them because they support us. Um, Bad hatter! <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Um, the Saints are 0-3, and that defense... Andrew, look They're just at lulling the rest of the league into a false sense of security. <laughs> Andrew, that defense looked as bad as any defense Sean Payton has ever had. I didn't think they could be as bad as they were when they played Washington last year. Last night, it was at least as bad, maybe mm-hmm. worse. Yeah, um... You know, for me, the run defense was just abysmal in in every facet. I mean, I just felt like man. the ta- the tackling. What? The, the, I was just saying, man, because it was. I was agreeing with you. Oh, <laughs> I was I was really scared and worried that you were going to be like, and the recording just dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I would say that uh, you know, in terms of run support, tackling, just general. Which is really weird. I mean, I get it because Tyler Davison and Kenny Vaccaro were out. Those are huge factors. But to see them play, you know, it was 32 carries, 64 yards, two yards a carry against the Giants. To see them dominate the Giants in the trenches like that and merely eight days later play at home against the Falcons and just get gashed repeatedly. Um, and, and don't the, the Giants have a better offensive line than Atlanta, right? And you're at home. No, I mean, Atlanta has a good, I think Atlanta has a decent offensive line, and they have that zone scheme, which which works really well for Devontae Freeman. Um, But, uh, I mean, it was was bad, embarrassingly bad. Cost me a fantasy win. (laughs) It won me a fantasy win. So, Kevin, um, you were... uh, as outraged as I was over the ESPN uh, broadcast, so I'm just gonna let you go there because we're just oh that spe- we're just that? Spe- we're just spewing anger. So I want you to spew anger at the beginning. So you just yeah. Go, so just go so right I, ahead. So listen, they decided. I don't even know what quarter it was in. It was definitely the second half. Um, they decide to show Katrina footage. Like helicopter, you know, the helicopter, the flooded fuck the flooded city. 
people wading through the water down. I don't know what the fuck. It, I don't know if it was Canal or Poydras or whatever. But what, what, pick pick a main thoroughfare, and 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 it's and it's flooded, and people are water, uh, you know, wading through it with with whatever shit they could get, uh, and carrying it over their heads. Uh, yeah, yeah, great, great fucking decision, ESPN broadcasting that shit. That's great. That's great. They should okay? have, should have Chris Berman do that's that. That's fucking so. great. Why don't you just fucking have Chris Berman just come on the screen and just say back, back, back for an hour <laughs> nonstop? That, that would be less frustrating and less aggravating, okay? Because as much as I hate Chris Berman, I don't have PTSD from Chris Berman, okay? Okay? I literally saw... I literally saw four seconds of the of the Katrina footage from ESPN and immediately was overcome with a sense of dread and not the, oh, my God, Devonta Freeman has the ball in the backfield sense of dread. Just, oh, my God, my body is on the verge of just going into shock kind did of dread. Just, did you just say you Devonta? Whatever the fuck his name is. You called him Devonta. How do you I, say his name? It's Devonta. Uh, that's not oh, a, for fuck's sake, calm that's, down. That's not a full, Ralph. That's not even a quarter. That's. that's, I mean, a, that's you, do you guys watch football? That's an eighth, Ralph. An yeah. eighth Ralph. He's yeah. only like a fucking top five running back in the NFL. Man. I'm talking about serious fucking mental issues here. Yeah, sorry. That you have mental issues. exacerbating. <laughs> they and are. You're here, and, and you're here quibbling with me. About the fucking first name pronunciation yeah, of our hated rival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, apo- I apologize. Held is a fr- held is always in a fragile mental state. So, so Dave, I tell were- you what, ESPN, get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> so Dave, did you ever one of you thought that was a good idea? Get fucked. So Dave, you were at the game. I was there in the- person. The crowd seemed very lively, and then they just dropped off. Like, yeah, they did. They did. They it was angry. like they, they fell off a cliff. Thanks a lot, Devonte Harris. That was out. <laughs> I that, said Freeman. All, well, he was the one that did the little bit. They all that all that sequence needed was the Benny Hill yakety sax. I mean, Jesus. Dave. You were there, so your thoughts on uh, the, the the crowd? They didn't seem to turn against the Saints. They didn't boo at all. They just sort of were like, "Yeah." It's, it's- no, they were they they were booing the refs because there were definitely quite a few questionable calls, um, especially early. But no, the it, you know the the first part of the game, you, you, they brought out Irma Thomas. She sang the Star Spangled Banner just they like did she the did little unity years circle. Ago. Did they the did the league. unity circle that was adorable, um, <laughs> and uh, and 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 no, the the crowd was totally pumped. The the Saints put together, you know, they they got the ball first. They put together an awesome opening drive. Overcame everybody a penalty. Was, a yeah, everybody penalty call. everybody was feeling good. They were, you know, we were getting that that prime time game in the dome feeling back from like it was 2011 again. Um, Then the defense comes out. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. 
how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Cam Jordan gets the sack. Uh, They force the punt. Everybody's like, this is it. Do the stunt. Let's get a block right here. Oh, my God, the ultimate homage to Steve Gleason. Oh, it would be awesome. And instead, obviously, they muffed the punt. It was the complete opposite of 10 years ago. Uh, and Gleason's blocked punt. What and, an asshole. Uh, what an asshole. <laughs> who, Eric Harris? Uh, well, no, Devontae Harris. But yeah. I mean, uh, who's to pl- I mean, he, here's the thing. Like, It's a double whammy, Ralph. You don't, <laughs> seriously, you don't run yeah, into your returner, and then you don't pick up the ball. You're not a skill guy. Don't well, touch he, the football. What are well, you doing? I think it touched well, now, him in the now, balls. Did, I think it. Yeah, I think see, like I, the ball. I think it was like in the groin, and he had to touch it. No, I don't think it. I, I watched. Uh, that's debatable. I, 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 I watched. I rewatched the game. I, I watched it four times. It's not clear the ball ever hit him until he tried to field it. It's not. You're you're correct that it's not clear, but it, it looks like it may have bounced off of who, who was who was returning the kick. Uh, Tommy Lee. Tommy yeah, it looked Lee. like it kind of bounced off. Tommy Lee was, at that point, he was the on fugitive. the ground. The fugitive. At that point, Tommy Lee was on the ground, and it looked like when the ball finally came down, it, it bounced off of the field and kind of careened off of the bottom of his foot and right up into Eric Harris. The, the thing is, is if, if it, 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 was, it bounced perfectly into his arm, had he just held on to it, uh, which it should have been fairly easy. Obviously, I know he probably wasn't expecting that, but uh, it bounced right into his numbers, and if he had just held on to it, it would have been fine. But we, sh- we should but, ask but, Pamela Anderson; she might have a, a more accurate recount of what exactly happened. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Ralph, to answer your initial question, I mean, after that, they, you know, the Falcons obviously scored, and the crowd was never really the same. But but for those first two series, they were um, they they were really into it. And for this game, you know, normally, you know, every now and then, I'm always sitting next to. Um, somebody relating to one of the Saints players. Tonight, for the first time, uh, we were sitting next to Jari Evans' wife, and she was she was a lot of fun. She was more fun than anybody else. I've sat next to Mark Ingram's girlfriend. I've sat next to Ben Watson's wife and family. Um, but Jari Evans' wife, she was she was funny. She was having a couple of drinks. She was we we talked the whole time. Uh, was she wearing was, the jersey? She was wearing a Jari Evans jersey. Yes, yes. Nice. Um, that was so. That she was. She was actually a lot of fun. What What jersey would you have thought I asked? Like, why, <laughs> yeah, why, did, you, why did you need to specify that? There? Did you think I was asking? I don't know. She was wearing why, why, a wearing jersey. A She's wearing a jersey. Well, it was. Jersey. It was you. The you. You asked was she wearing the jersey? I thought that was yes. a very bizarre yeah. way to question to phrase the question. Why not? What why other would you, jersey would, you, would I be implying? I don't know. But either way, why wouldn't you just say was he wearing? Was she wearing his jersey? Why would you say? I the obviously jersey? meant what's with the fucking ambiguity? What's with the goddamn ambiguity? I obviously meant her. Her Morton Anderson jersey. We are salty at zero and three, man. We're turning on each other. Um, Andrew, I've given up. I've given up the. Can, I've given up. Can the Saints have just average one teams? one stop? No, I'm, I've given up on the special. I'm going to talk about the special teams. I've given up. Can the special teams be good? No. Andrew, can the special teams just not be a fucking calamity? Is that possible? I mean, how does f- freaking Ed McMahon – and yes, I, I said that wrong on purpose. How, <laughs> how does he still have a job? You know, he's got – I mean, how, how, how can he have the greatest punter in the history of the Saints for going on a decade – and yet, still put together such. I mean, you just said it. Calamity. It's calamity. It's a it's, joke. It's a like like I don't even like. It's. I don't even have a joke. I don't even. I don't even uh, have a joke. You know. The fifty-seven yard field goal was impressive. Yes, he might. Yeah, be let, the, let's and butts. He might be the kicker. He might be the kicker the whole year, Kevin. We might have to put the, the duck blind jokes on hold. You know, um, uh, 
He he kind of sort of had a tackle slash <laughs> saved a touchdown too. <sighs> um, Kevin is the is the um. God, the special teams suck. Jesus, <laughs> Kevin, have the have the amount of injuries just completely destroyed any opportunity for the Saints to dig themselves out of this hole and give us a chance to pretend that they might do something this season. Pretend? How? What? What? what well, I mean, we. What is anybody – listen, I can't remember which one of y'all it was that was dealing with some nutbag who was just like overly – being overly positive and, and then suddenly like blocking people. Uh, it, fuck, it might have been Skooks or, or, or uh, Super Deformed. I, I, I don't know. But some whack job lady was just being like way too positive. And you know what? That's your typical. That's your typical fan. Well, no, just, but I mean, just can, the one who thinks, "Oh, we're gonna turn it around." Can they? We're gonna di- turn it around. Not none of us did. Any of us? Who? Okay, Ralph, you were saying you went in saying five and eleven. I went in saying no, six I said and four ten. And twelve. I said. Four okay, and you said four and twelve. I said six and ten. Well, Dave, that's looking prescient. Dave, what, Dave, what did you say? Six, six and, and 10? ten. Yeah. Okay, five you said and six. And and you went five and eleven, Juge. Yeah. Yeah. None of us. None of us thought they were even going eight and eight. And, and, and now, now I'm sure some of the I'm sure some of the uh, the, the 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 Twitter intelligentsia, who of course know better than all four of us, or know better than anybody, and, and are willing to point out every little, uh, including every, Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis. Yeah, every little this, that, and the other thing. Uh, I'm sure they I'm sure they they were thinking the after the first touchdown of the season that oh now we're going to the Super Bowl baby <laughs> you know just to just to get a rise because they're you know secretly uh jabronis well actually not secretly they're full-on jabronis um they if 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 you can rub two brain cells together and make a spark this team ain't gone to the fucking playoffs well no i'm not this team playoffs this team ain't going this team is gonna be lucky to get to six wins well no lucky I didn't get to please, see, please saying, tell me. Please tell me you guys uh, saw Jim Moore lost his mind. I have was, not. It was phenomenal. Oh, you you need to do that. Oh, Kevin. it's phenomenal. Um, no, I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs. I'm not saying get there eight and eight. I'm saying this team is so bad that the mini turnarounds that we had in 2012 and 2014 and 2015, where they started out. 0 oh and 4 or 1 and 3 and got themselves to 4 and 4 and we could lie to ourselves and be like they're 4 and 4 they're turning it around if they run the table they can get you know and and you say it and you know it in your heart that they're going to suck but you have this false hope when you go to a game and they're 4 and 4 or you watch a game on TV that you can get excited about it cuz it kind of sort of has playoff implications I don't even think they're getting to that this year, Andrew. Like they're not they're not digging themselves out of this hole. Yeah, I mean, for a long time, you know, the narrative on this podcast has been that 7 and 9 is the floor. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I I think they're going to surpass that. And the floor done crashed. Yeah, you know, it's uh it's tough, man. I I think um I'm sitting there watching the game in my living room last night and you know, it's weird. In some ways, there was a uh, a weird um, acceptance in some ways where I really felt like the first two weeks, I, I just I knew how important the Raiders game was. I knew like they had to start one and zero. It was just so critical to win that game, and for them to lose, especially the way they did, um, I mean, it, as a fan, it took a lot of wind out of my sails. I really felt like. That was in some ways a death sentence for the season, even though it was the first game. Here, and then, and then I kind of expect the worst going into the Giants, and then to have it happen again the way it happened, um, you know, in some ways, like so damaging from a psyche and and morale standpoint. Those first two weeks, it was almost a relief to get our ass kicked. Here's my here's my question, Dave. I think when we look back at the 2016 Saints season, the peak of their season is going to be the 98-yard bomb to Cooks when they led the Raiders 24 to 10. That's going to that's going to be the peak of the season. 
Uh, did, that, did that touchdown make him go up 31-10? No, it made him 24-10. Oh, yeah. Fuck, how did they lose after that play? God. That, Dave, that's going to be the peak of their season. Am I wrong? I, I, yeah, I, I think you're wrong. I mean, that's just silly. Um, <laughs> look, look, what I think what is What are they going to do that's more epic than the longest play in franchise history? To go up two scores uh, at home in the season opener. You know, look, here's, here's, here's what I would no, assume. No, no, no. Dave, what else are they going to do? I, I am answering your question in a long, <laughs> convoluted, roundabout way. So just <laughs> oh, shut so the fuck way. up and listen. <laughs> um, um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, here, here's what's going to happen this season. You know, and, and, it's, and because th- this season has started just like You're last so season. You're so full of shit already. And, and, you know and, and just like other seasons we've seen. They're going to lose to San Diego. They're probably going to go 0-4. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna put together a, a small string of wins. And they may get back to like 4-4 four and four again. And they're going to start My getting... Every, have, have, start you, getting, have you seen the schedule? I, I, look, I, exactly. And, that's, and that's, where, that's how I'm answering your question. Because at some point, to get one of those wins, they're going to do something improbable that nobody would even possibly think was imaginable. They're going to pull off some upset. And they're going to get back to like 500 or close to 500. And yeah, they might do something like that, and and uh, and 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 they're gonna give you just the just the smallest little smidgen of hope that maybe maybe you know maybe they're gonna turn it around, but then it's all gonna yeah. go to shit again. I don't. Yeah, you know what's weird about these three games is as pissed off as we are, and as disappointed as we are, and as as much as we're like they suck, they're, they're terrible. They have done impressive things in all three of these games. Yeah. Well, you know what? Look, look. You want you want to look at the positive side. First of all, we're number two on the waiver wire. That's cool. Um, <laughs> just behind the Jaguars. More um, Paul Krugers. Come on down. Yeah. And then the other thing is, hey, look. Isn't this is this is starting to feel like uh, the old Saints that we that were terrible that we all used to just uh, follow and l- lament over. So it, you know, it's kind of like uh, taking a, a trip down memory lane. Ugh. Uh. Well, I, I just want you guys to know that um, I, I, I compiled a post today uh, called The Survivor Guide for a Miserable 2016 Did it Saints involve season. alcohol, black tar, heroin, and prescription drugs? Uh, there are references to oxycodone and alcohol, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, oxy, Oxycodone? <laughs> Purple drink. Oxycodone? Oxycotton. Purple drink. Yeah. So, um, but uh, the, the, you you should be on the lookout for this on the Saints Nation this week. Um, there will be um, some ground rules for some of you fans that have been around only since 2006 and don't really know what it, you know awful for you is seven and nine. Um, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a little prep course for you guys into how to get through uh, a season like this. Does Paul Kruger have a sack? No, I don't think so. He does not. Mm. Kevin, what's That would more? be incorrect. He does have a sack? He does not. Yeah, in between, between his legs. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even I sure that's it. accurate. Kevin. All right, direct Ooh. all tweets and hate mail to Andrew Jude, care of Kevin, the Greenbrier. Kevin, what's more, what's, <laughs> what's, what's more likely to happen? Paul Kruger gets a sack? Or, Whatever the other option is. Or David Onyemata <laughs> gets a sack and I butcher his name. I think, I think he means that uh, uh, metaphorically <laughs> or, or physically, I guess. Uh, when, Paul, Ke- Kevin, answer, answer this however you need to. When will Paul Kruger get a sack? <laughs> and I'm pulling up the schedule right now. I, I, don't, I don't think you're understanding me here. He's not. He's taking when will he get up. a sack? <laughs> uh, no. Next time he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, um, so or next time he's sitting on his couch and he's bored for five minutes. I don't know. Um, you know, you're giving him way too much credit. I mean, Dave, the one the. He's. Just, I mean, he. They need to. I want him out of my life. 
Like same thing with Jared Kruger. Yeah, I just I don't want to see him. I want I want someone else. I don't care. Well, I, 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 def- uh, I definitely agree with you on on Jarris Bird. He's he's just we just have to just give up. Just give it up. No, they can't. Yeah, let, they let's go. Let's go around. Let's go around the table real to? quick. Everyone pick who they're done with the most on the Saints right now. <laughs> you, well, you I, pick, I already went. You can pick front. Went. You can pick front office or player. Loomis, Ooh. or coach, or coach, or coach. Loomis. All right, all right. Gralf. Oh, the special teams coach. This uh, McMahon, Mc, Ed, Ed McMahon. Egg McMahon. I'm done with him. I just, I want him. I want him put in a cannon and 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 fired to Shelmet. Andrew, who are you done with? I'm I'm going Roman Harper. Rome, oh, I mean, yeah, lo- Rome love the dude, love the dude, but but like I was kind of glad we got him out of the building last time, <laughs> and now he now he's like three four years older. Yeah, You're no like, thanks. Oh, he, he, I mean, he, he, it is such a steep fall off from Vicar to him, like. That might be even a worse fall off than like when it was at when they had the corner issues in twenty in twenty fourteen, and they were playing Brian Dixon, and it you know that's I mean, because I mean at least like Tyler Davison to Jenkins like it's it's not off a cliff it's sort of like down a hill and you just tumble a little bit. I mean, Roman Harper, the, the fall, the difference between Vaccaro and Roman Harper, I mean, that's the difference between, like, taking a plane ride. It's, and it was the like donkey. the fall off. It was like the fall off from Pierre Thomas to Julius Jones. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Julius Jones smoked cigarettes, though. I always liked him. Um, all right, let's, <laughs> let's go around the horn for this one. Saints over under. Three and a half wins. Kevin, over, under, three and a half. Thank you for saying half. Yeah. So that way none of us can fucking push. Under, they're going three and 13. Oh, Dave. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, I think that uh, they're going to at some point string together a few wins. Um, I- I'm still sticking with my prediction of six and ten, so over. Andrew? Yeah, I'm feeling good about my prediction of five and eleven. Um, so uh, I'll stick with that over. So they'd have to go five and eight the rest of the way. Uh, I'm yeah, that sp- feels that feels tough. Honestly, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going under, man. I don't see. I mean, I don't see where they're gonna get these wins. I just may. I mean, I, I'm sure they're gonna luck into a couple. But if this defense doesn't heal up, I'm give a who who they play, man. They're gonna get they're gonna get mashed. I mean, At this point, like if you could get one win, would you rather beat Cam Newton or, or or split with Atlanta? If you can only be promised one, uh, I tell you what, I'll say it. Since since the Falcons are the last game of the season, and it's in Atlanta, and it's on New Year's Day, and it's the last game in the Georgia Dome. Exactly. Oh yeah, you got and, it. And and chances are, you know, there's an outside shot that the Falcons could be playing for, you know, the, the win in the division, because I, because I think, I think this division's only given up one playoff spot. So I could see the Falcons maybe being in the hunt. So the saints given a big fuck you. I would, I would take that. I would, oh, and especially, God, that would, that it would, would especially be great because imagine if they were only going to get one win. If it was only one win, they are 0-15 going into the final season or going into the final game. And Falcons fans everywhere are licking their fucking chops, and they blow it. They blow a playoff uh, spot in the I last think, uh, game with the Georgia Dome. I am salivating. You you have already created a scenario for me, Ralph. I'm sorry, Kevin. That That is making me excited. I mean, yeah. that's a... That is it a, takes very little. Honestly. That is a long twelve weeks, though. We got twelve more of these shows to do. We got think of how much. I mean, you got like three blog posts a week, Jude. I mean that. Is, I mean, oh, and fifteen. That is a god. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is, I mean, Jesus. Um, bright spot. Any. There, spot. There's no way they're losing. There, there's no way they're going one in 15 with Breeze at quarterback. No. It's not going to happen. Bright spots from the game, Dave. Michael Thomas looks freaking amazing. Michael Thomas looked amazing. Another bright spot for me personally, Kobe Fleener, my starting tight end, <laughs> finally showed up. Um, this was his this was his make or break week for me. If he if he shit the bed again this week, I was just gonna dump him, but I'm gonna keep him. I'm gonna stick around. He helped. What was perfect was so my opponent had already played all of stick his guys. around. I was I was I was down by four points, but my opponent had already played all his guys, so I had. I had Devontae Freeman, and I had Kobe Fleener, and I just needed five points to win. And I was super happy uh, that they got Fleener involved early, and I, I got those points and the win out of the way early. So I didn't have to root for Freeman to uh, play kind of good. Um, so that was a bright spot, too. And um, like I said, hey, second on the waiver priority list. Not, How awesome is that? Not, awesome is that? Not to make this fantasy football, but any people in the podcast fantasy league that listen to this show that are in the adult league, uh, I have major quarterback issues and depth at running back. So DM me. We can make a deal. Tyrod Taylor isn't going to cut it. Slide into Ralph. By the way, slide, slide into Ralph's DM. Do you know? Do you know who the uh, high scorer was in the children's league? That would be you. Me, baby. Me. <laughs> so, um, all right, we got we got some Twitter questions. So, and this was one I was going to ask, but this is from JBR. What percentage of this debacle, Kevin, is due to rotten luck versus bad front office coaching? I would like all four views. Kevin, bad front op- bad front office coaching slash coaching. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, um. Well, yeah. I mean, let's see. The the, the listen. Breeze, Breeze is on pace to throw for over 5,600 yards. That is insane. <laughs> no, he needs now, to go. Now, he's not going to throw. He's not going to throw for 5,600 yards. Why not? Uh, but l- listen. But here's the thing. Go, I'm going for he stats, would have to. He would have to seriously fuck. Now, granted, he's going to have a couple of stinkers. He would have to have several stinkers to not have a shot at 5,000 yards. All he has to do oh, is yeah. average. All he has to do is average okay. three hundred eighty the rest of the way to get the six. <laughs> oh, only so, so. Now I say all that. Despite all that, this team does not run the ball nearly enough. They no, no, no. They, they, they need to stop running all together. They need to stop running all together. They need to go for stats. They need to go for stats. Look, that's my entire. That, <laughs> I remember Hall of Fame resume. I, I remember when I would play. My dad and I, we, we would play Madden or we'd play Tecmo Super Bowl back in the day. And the, the great thing about playing video games, right, is that you don't get you don't the media. You don't get them. Well, that too. But you don't get the media shaming if you just completely disrespect your opponent, right? Like the game is completely out of reach and yet you're, you're throwing bombs. You're throwing <laughs> Hail Marys up 30 in the fourth quarter and – you go for two, and on the last play of the game, you call a timeout with two seconds left so you can throw one more pass to the end zone oh, dude, to nice. pad your stats and run up the score. And, like, you, you can't get away with that in, in civilized society because that, that you get the media shaming and, oh, what a bad sport. But in video games, that I mean, that, that, every one of us has done that and played it and padded our stats. But- and at this point, like, I'm rooting for stats, baby. 6K. That's all, that's all I have this year. It's my inco- I'm rooting it's, for stats. It's my entire column this week for WWE. Let, let 6K. Pete, Pete Carmichael call the plays the rest of the year. Don't ever run the football again. Pad the stats. All right, Andrew. Don't punt to- on fourth down. No, no. No more than, like, they can run by the goal line. But no, you, you can't. You can't. Nobody ever threw for 6,000 yards handing off. Um, no, no. Don't run by the goal line. That that. Takes away a touchdown pass. <laughs> but uh, Andrew, An easy who, one. Who's is it? More injuries to blame or front office for this mess? It's uh, look. It, it's okay. it's both. I mean, yeah. you you you've got it. As far as the immediate issues, you know, like last night, I, I would say it's hard to win a football game when you've got so many damn starters that are out with injury. 
uh, going back all the way to, you know, I think this whole thing started with Kikaha. He was the first one, the first major player to, um, to, to, to be lost for the season. So obviously it's hard to, it's hard to win a game when you're half of your second team out there, um, playing against, uh, you know, everybody else's first team. So, so, but at the same time, that's not an excuse. This is the NFL. I mean, you look at teams like the, uh, you know, the Patriots who are on to their third quarterback here. And I mean, they're still not only winning against decent teams like the Texans, but dominating um, or teams like Minnesota, where they've got Adrian Peterson out for quite a while and they lost uh, um, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Um, you know, so th- that's just part of the game and, and you need to be prepared for that. And you need to be able to overcome that. And the Saints aren't able to do that because they have they they lack depth what complete they are a very shallow team there is nothing beyond their 22 starters and that's an issue and so and and yeah. and that is because of the front office issues because of the terrible drafting and the stupid free agency moves and all the dead money and the I I and, will say this I will say this I I do feel like there have been positive steps made with their drafting um, I, I think you look at the last couple draft classes, um, it's been better. I don't know that it's been home runs, but there's been signs of better talent coming in. Look, the, the first-round picks of the last few years, I mean, Ingram, Vaccaro, um, you know, Armstead was obviously a great pick, but Ingram, Vaccaro, uh, Cooks, Jordan. Um, you know, a lot, yeah, Jordan, a lot of these first-round picks now are... are are looking pretty good, and they're they're core parts of the team. You know, hopefully Rankins uh, will be an extension of that when he comes back. Yeah, but I think they missed on Anthony, uh, but well, hopefully not. I mean, there's still hope with Anthony, I think. But um, you know, I, listen, I, I think when you add it all up together, I agree with everything that Dave said. But I think there's an opportunity here with the cap next year. I, I think they're. I, I hope they're on to something. Uh, I feel like that they made deals, for example, with Kruger, where if he was going to be a disaster, they're out of they're out of that deal pretty quickly, and, and they didn't they didn't make a lot of investments this offseason. And I, I know a lot of people are already blasting the Fleener deal, but I, I really think Fleener's going to be fine. I, I don't think he will be Jimmy Graham, but I don't think it will be a, a colossal bust of an investment. When did he be, when did he shave his head? He gave his hair for the locks of love or something. He yeah, did he did that this he did that this week. Okay, this past week. Yeah, I mean, I just think with the Saints, they just now. I really think you can chalk 2016 up to injuries because I think yeah, their I their their defense. It would have been really really interesting if it was. I mean, Robertson and Fairley were great pickups. Great pickups. Yep. Outstanding pickups, you know, and I think Rankin and Delvin Bro a year ago, outstanding yeah. pickup, you know, and, and PJ Williams looked good, you know. Yeah, um, Swan was a good pick. I mean, I, I think they they made a lot of moves over the last two years that added talent to their defense to to get it going in the right direction. And I this defense was never going to be a top five defense. I, I think we can all agree with that. That's the most obvious statement ever, but. There was enough talent on this team before all the injuries um, to be a top 20 defense, which probably would have been enough for them to be 2 on one right now. And they probably could have absorbed half the injuries they had, and they'd still be 2 and one uh, yeah. But it, it, it's just been too much. Too much. Uh, you know, let's see what other questions we have. Uh, when do we start pointing the finger at Sean Payton? Andrew, I think it's completely fair uh, for fans to do that now. Um, I, I think at some point, w- what I don't think is fair is those that are blasting play calling, those that are lamenting like the double reverse to Tommy Lee Lewis. Oh, he's getting too cute. Like the Saints are the fourth offense in the NFL. Like, complain all you want about individual calls or what you would have done differently from Sean Payton that you think would yield better results on an NFL field. But 
the end result is the number four offense in the NFL. And if you think you could do a better job, go out there. I promise you, you're not putting together the number four offense in the NFL. Look, um, I don't look. I, I don't. I don't think that I can do better than Peyton. And I like play, Peyton's play calling, the double or reverse, that kind of crap. I don't care about. I like that he, for the most part, he stays aggressive. Um, yeah. But I, I will say that when the in the fourth quarter, when the Saints were. Um, driving, and they were down by 13, and they were in their red zone, and and they got that first down in the red zone, and then breezed through that pick six. I'm saying this not uh, I I did not like the play call even before the pass was even thrown. So I'm not saying this as a as a Monday morning quarterback. I was annoyed that they had I believe they had an empty backfield on that play that they. That you have first down in the red zone, you have Ingram and Hightower, who are both at that point rushing for over 6.1 yards uh, a, a carry. You know that's the one thing that's working for you. I just I I, I didn't like the call, and I, and I I said it in that instant whoa, 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 before whoa, the ball whoa, was whoa, even whoa, snapped. Whoa, 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 that's not the one thing that was working. I mean, I mean. The, that's you not know, a fair statement. The the okay, that's fine. And the offense was the offense was fine. I don't have any problem. I really don't. I, if you put up thirty five points in, in an NFL game, you should win that game. I don't have any. Exactly. I really have no exactly. I, 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 and I I, I don't really have a problem. That. No, because let's not leave it at that. Because Ingram, I looked at the snap counts. Ingram was in on forty nine percent of the plays, and I think Hightower was in for like. Seven percent. So you have you had a running back in for almost only half of the plays. Now whether you want to run it or not is one thing, but the defense is going to know what's coming if you're not even if you don't even have your running back out there um, and at least trying to pretend like you might run on a first down. You've got an empty back in your red zone and you have an empty backfield. I don't like it. And I didn't like it before that ball was even snapped. I'm not saying that now because we all because I know what happened and I know that it turned into a pick six. I didn't like it in that in that exact moment. I said I don't like us passing. We should be okay, running. That, that's fine. That's fair. I, 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 what, I, the yeah, offense has nothing to do is, with the Saints this losing. Is, this yes, exactly. This is exactly the path I didn't want to go down, which is fans criticizing individual plays. Like, like that's the reason this team is losing. The reason this team is losing, of course, is the defense. And I, I, yeah. do, I do think Sean Payton deserves blame. Absolutely. You look at the changes at defensive coordinator. You look at the changes in personnel. You look at the changes in the scheme. And I think when you draft individual players to fit a scheme and then you change it a year later and then you change it a year after that, you start to have these draft picks and these guys that are learning a system, they get a new defensive coordinator, that have to learn a new system yeah. that maybe don't even fit in the new scheme. And we're seeing that maybe with Anthony right now, where you invest a first-round pick in a guy, and then a year later he kind of doesn't fit what the new defensive coordinator is trying to do. And it's like this revolving door. It's like the never-ending story of just this – like at some point – They've got to find a coach. Yeah. They've got to find a system. They've got to find a scheme and just commit to it and decide. I don't think this is I'd, for better or I for worse. This is what we're doing. I don't think that's going to happen until yeah. either Sean Payton is gone or until Sean Payton is willing to just wipe his hands clean of the whole thing and put them up and say, "I'm not. You know, I'm, I'll get whatever player you want. I will let you do whatever you want." I think I think that Peyton is still too egotistical that he you could put whatever defensive coordinator you want there, but I think he still meddles, and I think his meddling fucks everything up. Well, I, if, I that, think, if that's the case, I don't know that that's accurate. I, I worry that it is, but if that's the case, then when we go back to the original question that was asked, which was, does he deserve criticism? If that's true, that statement you just made, Dave, then I think... The answer is yes. Absolutely, okay. he deserves criticism. Kevin, I saved this question. I believe that to be true. I, I believe that he, he just refuses to just hand over the keys and, and keep out of it. I, yes. I, I, I really do. Especially after Greg Williams and the whole Bounty Gate thing. And you got a little hint of that being true with that whole route when Rob Ryan went off on, on whatever, whatever that yeah. was. 
a morning show or whatever, you know, you said, well, this sound, sounds like it could be true. And I mean, you know, you, you, the one thing I point to is the whole is what he said about Bird and about how they're not using Bird properly. And I'm still sitting here and I'm still watching Bird 30 yards in the backfield, nowhere near a play. And it start and it, it really makes me wonder. Maybe Rob Ryan, maybe at, he, at what he was saying was at least half true, if yeah. not even fully true. Uh, Kevin, I save this question just for you. On a scale of soft food diet to dementia, what is Benson's level of awareness of how broken his team is? That is a great question. <laughs> did you see? Did, did anybody else see him try, uh, during the national anthem? Did you see him like mouthing words that were not the national anthem? <laughs> Kevin, are you no, there? I'm serious. I, 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 I'm serious. I got home last night and I just turned on the, I turned on my recording of the game just for 30 minutes or whatever before I went to bed, just because I like he's to singing see America the, the, the Beautiful or he's singing this. Land no, is your he was. Land? I, I, if if you have it, if you have the game taped, go back and watch it. You know, Irma Thomas is singing. In the national anthem, and he's just like mouthing words that, at, at random times, that he is was not probably the just saying, anthem. "Find me the butter pecan." No, <laughs> I, Kevin, I, 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 I really don't think he's. Song. I, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, how, how, I'm telling how, you though, do that. Go back and watch it. If you're listening at home, do it. Go back and watch it. If, 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 if any of you guys, if you have it on tape, go back and watch it. And tell us, and tell Any us. chance there's like a tape delay thing going where he's singing the anthem, but it's like no. four, four no. stanzas behind? <laughs> no. Yeah, t- t- somebody that's watching the podcast, get on that and then uh, break it down like this is a Pruder film. Kevin, how aware is Benson <laughs> that his team is a disaster? Oh, God. Oh, and I'll repeat it. From a scale of soft food diet to dementia. Yeah, I think she's. I think the the missus is definitely blending the ice cream now with with, with a nice port, and, uh, <laughs> and, and having him drink it out of out of a nice out of a nice. Uh, and Benson is like, "Ooh, cup. this is good." Yeah. This isn't so, a question. I, 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 I'm pretty positive that Dennis Fauscher pretty much is running that show. Well, I mean, I I heard from one of my rare sources that he ben, old man Benson lit sources. into them after the Steeler preseason game and was like this is bullshit and if you people want to keep going to the Greenbrier you better get it together so oh somebody wrote yeah who where, it was where Duncan I, somebody, it was, I thought it, I read that somebody. it was Duncan and then I called my guy and I was like is, is Duncan kind of stretching he's like nope nope the old man was oh, well then maybe I'm have, wrong so this this is from Sports Cajun. Not a question, but I'm just more resigned and sad that they're wasting Breeze more than angry anymore. I think that's telling. I got a lot of emails today of people asking me if they should get rid of their tickets, which I haven't had mm. in years. I haven't had. I hate to hear that. Hasn't, haven't had. Since, oh, I mean, this I, is from, I. This is from I, Dick. I've, I've I've started thinking about it recently. You I mean, I don't think come I'd get rid of on, Dave. You can't, you I, cannot, wouldn't, I wouldn't. You can't get rid, get rid of them until Breeze isn't playing. You gotta, you gotta but enjoy I would. Breeze until the end. No, but I, I'm, I'm not even thinking about it. You know, in this year, I live in year, Virginia, but, and I'm not getting rid of my tickets. Well, no, I would keep the tickets. I would just sell. I would sell each individual game and just start not going to the games. But uh, it's, it's. I, I think we're getting to that point, guys. I think we're getting to the point where, I think we're gonna be. We may be going that's, back to the good old days. That's fucking weak. That's fucking weak, Dave. Dylan, well, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this. I don't want to preview too much of my uh, my survivor's guide for this season, but I will say this. I'll give you a little preview. Somebody just farted. Su- suffering. Did. Yeah, nice. Uh, suffering. You need to wear that shit like a badge of honor. All right. Like if you signed up to be a fan of any team, of any player, of any individual, any sport, whatever, and all you expected was rainbows and unicorns and winning that's not sports and sometimes your teams fucking suck and if you want to revel in the day of reckoning that is overcoming adversity and getting on the other side of pain and winning then you need to suffer through things like this and so if you're a good fan you're gonna watch the games it's gonna suck and you're gonna suck it up because one day they're going to get better, and they might even win a Super Bowl, and it's going to be so much more gratifying to you 
than some random fan that showed up in 2006 because he thought the offense was cool to watch and the team was good. Yeah, are, are the, the offense was cool to watch though. Uh, Dave, are the Saints the worst team in the NFL? They're second on the waiver wire behind Jacksonville, so they're the second worst team behind Jacksonville right now. I I would say I would the, put Cleveland in there. The Bears, the <laughs> Bears are pretty wretched. The run Bears an, are bad. God, run run Bears. by an ex Saint, by the way, who was the golden child. Ryan Pace Ryan doing, Pace doing a bang up job. He's doing a bang up job. <laughs> um, is this rock bottom, Andrew, for the Saints? No. Um, I mean, given the fact that they've lost two games by a field goal and that they've put up 32, absolutely not. No. I, I, I think this is I think it absolutely – I have 0-3 Saints teams in my lifetime that were much worse than oh, this. Oh, dude, the, the end of Mora was horrible. Katrina year doesn't even really count. The end of the Mora – year oh that was awful the i mean ray of, zellers ray the zellers end, was their leading back the end of the Ditka <laughs> era was bad i mean the end of bum was bad like five and eleven do you think the saints should tank for a new quarterback and trade breeze they can't trade breeze his deal said they can't a lot trade. of people are asking that they can't tr- they can't trade him and they yeah. can't franchise him like they're you, you guys you guys need to familiarize with the terms of the new contract. Yeah, like there Breeze, Breeze is the quarterback in 2017. End of story. Yeah. Um There is no exit button. Well, that's not true. He's on the team in 2017. Yeah. Uh, are, are you implying that they would start someone over Breeze? I'm just saying I'm not implying that that's going to happen. I'm just implying that that's still an option. Okay. If Fair enough. Get, it, yeah. Uh, it's not is, happening. Is it me? <laughs> It, this is from Eric. Is it me, or is this team more likable than the last two years, Kevin? The injuries give them a scrappy underdog quality. Uh, no, the no, the the injuries just give them the look of a homeless guy who got hit by a car and had his knee dislocated. Twenty fourteen was I hated twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen was miserable. That team was unlikable. That that was I thought twenty fourteen was. I would say yes. This team is kind of more enjoyable than that. As um, long as, as long as Junior Gallet's not on the roster, I mean, that's better than any team that had him. All right, let's get to uh, game predictions. Saints are a four-point un- underdog at San Diego. San Diego is one and two. They average giving up uh, four and a half yards of carry and 341 yards through the air. Kevin, who you got? All right, I'm going to say this, and then i got to hang up. Uh, I'm going Chargers. Chargers 37, Saints 20. Ooh, all right. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Yep. And he, hang, he hung up on purpose this time. Uh, Dave, who you got? Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I think it should be a shooter. Uh, I think it'll be a high-scoring affair. Um, I think the Saints are going to lose, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with uh, 38, 30 uh, Chargers. Andrew, are we supposed to pick uh, goats of the game? Yeah. Dave, who's your goat if they lose? Um, for the Saints, the goat. Now, what? What's the goat again? Is that goat. is that the greatest of all time? Or, it's or either the man. you know, or when, if you pick them to lose, the goat. If you pick them to win, the MVP of the game. But you picked oh, them okay. To lose, well, I picked so. them to lose. Okay, so the worst player. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey! If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's go with Jarrah's bird. <laughs> Andrew, oh, oh it's broke Andrew who you got um, man I'm tempted to pick him to win <laughs> especially because you got you know no. what you know what look I said 5 and 11 they got to win adorable five, they, you they, are they, adorable they got to win they got to win five games somewhere yeah. it's Drew Brees going back to San Diego for the last like, time probably say, say what you will about 
the 10-year anniversary and Gleason and the Falcons being back on Monday night. And yes, that, that means a lot. And yes, there's significance and that should have been enough to motivate people. But Breeze is going up against a team that pieced him long before he left by drafting Phillip Rivers. Yep. And then the injury was just riding on the wall where they were like, they gave him the excuse they needed to piece him. And Marty Schottenheimer was the coach, and he was never, he, he, he was non-compliant, refused to play Rivers, stuck with Breeze because he was the better quarterback, and eventually got shipped out because of it. And I just think Breeze, it's personal. Yeah. It means a lot to him. And it's if, and if, if he stays, with I, the- I think when it comes to play, I just think when it comes to player pride and Breeze coming into a game with the motivation to be gangbusters, for me, this, especially the fact that it's in San Diego, is more significant than any game he has ever played. And I think wow. he throws for four hundred yards, <laughs> five touchdowns, no picks in the same. Saints house the Chargers. Wow. And I was going to say, if he stays with the Saints and like signs an extension, this will be his only shot with the Chargers. Because yep. I, the, they're, the 40, Saints. 42-24 Saints. Breeze has a career game. Wow. Because the Saints aren't going wow. back to. They, you, they just, aren't, you sound stupid, Andrew. They, they, uh, they aren't going back to San Diego until 2024. Right so, in ink. Put uh, it in ink. Uh, wow, you are I'm, an idiot. I'm going to go. Andrew almost convinced me to pick the Saints. <laughs> he almost he made a really good case. In my column for WWL, I wrote everything Andrew wrote, but I was like, the Saints aren't going Andrew, to Andrew's prediction is not, is, is not based 1% in fact. He I'm is still the best. saying he, he five just, and eleven. He yeah. just he, he for his sin for his Chargers game prediction. He he just he basically just Donald Trumped it. No, well, but I mean, should, the, Dave, should I just pick him to go zero and sixteen? You don't think they, there's going to be a couple fluke games here? They're going to have the, they're, they're going to have a random. Do I think they're going to go six and ten? But I don't I don't think it's but I don't think it's the Chargers team. I oh, think they're so, still you, lose. so you think they're so you you think they're going six and six the rest of the way? And, and <laughs> yes. it's just this one game where they get house before they start. They start winning a yes. bunch of games. A, they're, they're, yes. So they're a 500 ball club. They'll Got have it. a random. Yes. They'll yes. have a random. Yes. That's way more. That's way more reasonable and realistic than I my prediction. They're they're they're, uh, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a random beatdown of some team. Yeah, they're gonna like beat the Broncos. That that would be that would be the total move. I think you're, you know, Dave. I retract. You're you're so right. It's <laughs> so much more plausible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am picking the Chargers 38-31, and the Saints have had a missed field goal, a blocked field goal, a fumbled punt. It's time for a kickoff return for a touchdown so they can just cover all the fuck-ups and special teams. Um, you know, I would almost sign up for that if it meant Greg McMahon is fired. I do that dude is getting fired. He 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 is along with Vit. He's the consigliere. He knows where the bodies are, where the medicine is, where the pictures are. Like he, there's no way, man. He 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 goes out the door. He's till he's there till the end, man. Because if if they've had multiple 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 good reasons to change special teams coaches, and they never have. I mean. I don't know. So, so oh and four it is. Go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got his survivors guide. He's got his grades. Dave, have you written in something on Canal Street Chronicles? Uh, no, I haven't written something in a while. <laughs> thanks for thanks for pointing that out. Well, I'm just trying to, trying to get people to go there. Uh, Did, didn't you say? Didn't you say John Hendricks is kind of tearing it up over there though? Aren't, aren't the numbers at an all time high? Um, you know, I haven't been. I haven't. I looked at the numbers today, actually, but I haven't been looking at them normally. Yeah, they're turning but, it uh, out, man. He's yeah, run, he's he's, he's, he's professional yeah, yeah, he's doing a good job. He's doing a great he's job. Professional yeah, operation he's doing, over there. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, like, to, like like Dave said, it's a young man's game. Yeah, it go is. To Canal very Street much. Chronicles. Go to Saints Nation. Find Kevin on Twitter. Find me on Twitter. Find Andrew on Twitter. Dave, 
you get Tulane connection. You got uh, Davis sometimes is on the canal. Did, did Tulane win this week? They won. Didn't they, they did. Quadruple overtime. Quadruple overtime. Oh, yeah. Who, they, who does Tulane play this week? Uh, UMass, actually. Oh, they, how, they, how are you feeling about that matchup? They can get to three and two. Yeah. I, you get to three and two, you're halfway yeah. to bowl eligibility. I think uh, I think Tulane is the only football team in Southern Louisiana that's on the rise. Oh, how are you feeling about the coach, Dave? You like him? Love him, absolutely love him. Burn. All right. So. Uh, I'll ask you again in three years. <laughs> so, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. <laughs> <laughs>